I'm delighted to bring God's Word to you once again today. How many of you have been enjoying this seven miracle series found in the Gospel of John? I've been enjoying this every Sunday. And here today, we focus on the miracle of Jesus walking on the water. I'll add to it as well. This story is found not only in the Gospel of John, but in Matthew and Mark as well. So it's recorded in each and every Gospel except for Luke. Today's message is entitled, Christ Reaching Out His Hand in Our Time of Need. How many of you know we go through things in this life and we need a Savior to reach out and help us in our time of need? Men? And so whatever the situation is today, I believe spiritually as our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is seated at the right hand of God the Father, I believe He can meet each and every need that we have this very day. And so whatever the situation is, whatever you need the Lord to do for you this very day, I believe He can and will do. We'll pick up the reading in John chapter 6, verses 16 through 21. Now, for formality's sake, I'm going to read the Gospel of John. But after that, I'm actually going to go to the Gospel of Matthew. As there's some things I want to point out in the Gospel of Matthew that's not highlighted in the Gospel of John. But we'll start in John chapter 6, verses 16 through 21. Please stand if you're able for the reading of God's Word. Now when evening came, His disciples went down to the sea, got into the boat, and went over the sea toward Capernaum. And it was already dark, and Jesus had not come to them. Then the sea arose because a great wind was blowing. So when they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and drawing near the boat. And they were afraid. But he said to them, It is I, do not be afraid. And then they willingly received him into the boat, and immediately the boat was at the land where they were going. Thank you. You may be seated. So the Gospel of John, it, it kind of records this very, very quickly. And we see a short glimpse of this miracle of Jesus walking on the water. But I believe... We really need to look at Matthew chapter 14, verses 24 through 33. And here, 
We know this familiar story. We see then Peter being one to get out of the boat. So if you could please turn to Matthew chapter 14 verses 24 through 33. Reads like this. But the boat was now in the midst of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, Come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, O oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they had gotten to the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came out and worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. So as we read this in Matthew chapter 14, we see that Jesus went up on a mountain by himself to pray. He's probably there for several hours. And it says then that in the fourth watch, he was walking on the sea. As I've read up on this in commentary material, this would be between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. Still dark out, but yet it's the later part of the night heading towards dawn. The Gospel of Mark tells us that Jesus would have passed on by. So if the disciples had not said anything to him, Jesus would have just continued on his way. His disciples saw him walking on the water. And they began to be afraid. It's a ghost. And they began to be afraid. Little did they know that Jesus was not there to create fear, but rather to take it away. In our Wednesday night series, we've dealt this entire month about overcoming fear. I want to tell you, church, today, the Lord does not want us to operate in fear. No matter what we're dealing with today, whatever our situation is, the Lord does not want us to operate in fear in the things of this world. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 says, For the Lord has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. The Lord didn't want the disciples to be afraid in that boat, and the Lord doesn't want us to be afraid here at church. 
God's word tells us 366 times to not be afraid. But the most notable verse that I love is 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. Fear involves torment, but perfect love casts out fear. And if you're like me, there's been times in my life where I've been afraid and been tormented by fear. But today I know that I serve a great big God and there's nothing to be afraid of here on earth. Perfect love cast out fear. So if you find yourself being afraid like the disciples in this situation, pray for the Lord to touch your heart with His love. He'll take away that fear. And I believe with all my heart that Christ is looking to reach out His hand spiritually and remove the spirit of fear from someone today. Jesus spoke immediately when they were afraid. You know, our God is more than able to respond immediately for each and every need that we have. And Jesus spoke to his disciples and said, Be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. Verse 27. The New International Version would say this, Take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. And so, the church, the Lord tells each and every one of us today, whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, take courage. It is the Lord who is with us. Do not be afraid. In the midst of the storm, the disciples were afraid. But we know Peter, he took Christ's words to heart. And Peter, there became a sense of courage within him. And he said to Jesus, Lord, if it is you, command me to come. And Jesus, with just one word, gave the command to Peter, come. All implications from this text lead us to believe that the other 11 disciples thought that Peter was crazy, out of his mind, and insane for getting out of the boat at this point. Peter really has two things going for him at this point. One, he's keeping his eyes on Jesus. And two, he is following his command. Church as Christians, we must keep our eyes on Jesus and follow his commands. So Peter, he gets out of the boat. He kept his eyes on Jesus first. We see the miracle 
Not only Jesus walking on water, but Peter also walking on water. As long as Peter kept his eyes on the Lord, a miracle was taking place. And he was able to walk on water. And church, let me tell you today, as long as we keep our eyes on the Lord, focus spiritually, miracles can take place. It was the point in time where Peter took his eyes off the Lord. Then things began to become disastrous for him. He looked at the waves and the sea. He was terrified. He was frightened. And he began to sink. And as he began to sink then, at that point in time, He cried out for Jesus to save him. You know, as, as Peter was, was drowning when he was going under, you know, Jesus didn't just sit there and condemn and say, well, it serves you right, Peter. You didn't, you know, you, you didn't believe in me like you should have. You, you took your eyes off me. You were afraid just like these other 11. I think I'll just let you drown in the water there for a minute. No, no. That wasn't our loving Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus responded immediately when Peter cried out for help. And Jesus stretched out his hand and lifted Peter up out of the water so that he was no longer drowning and that he was safe. And church, can I tell you today that the same God that reached out his hand and lifted Peter out of the water when he was drowning is able to reach out spiritually and lift you up in your time of need. As Jesus lifted Peter up out of the water, he gently corrected him and said, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt me? And I believe that someone needs to hear that, the words of Christ, this very day. I didn't plan on saying this. I don't know who it is today or somebody watching online or somebody here today. I believe that somebody needs to hear the words of Jesus today. Oh, you of little faith, why are you doubting me today? Peter and, and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ climbed in the boat and the storm ceased. The disciples began to worship him, saying, truly, he is the Son of God. And I believe full-heartedly with all my heart that we need to worship him this very day like truly we believe that he is the Son of God. And so I want to give you three points today, church. Point number one. 
The spiritual hands of Christ have no physical or geographical limitations. There is no one too far from the spiritual hand of Christ that he cannot reach out and help them in their time of need. No geographical limitation from heaven this very day. His arm was plenty long enough to reach out and lift Peter up out of that water. And let me tell you, his spiritual arms are plenty long enough to reach out in our time of need, no matter what the situation is today. And oh, how I really felt like I heard from the Lord on this one. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And church, let me tell you something. Think about this and get this now. The same hand that reached out and lifted Peter up out of the water is the same hand that was nailed to the cross for each and every one of our sins that we would be forgiven. Christ wants to reach out his hand in our time of need, just like he did Peter. The second point I want to bring before you. Christ uses our physical hands to reach out to others in need. Christ reaches, uses our hands to reach out to others. In their time of need. I want to give you a challenge today. Each and every one of us today reach out to someone in their time of need. Whether you ask and initiate prayer with someone or you share the love of Christ with someone or maybe you might just even help someone carry something or whatever the case may be. But I challenge you for each and every one of us to reach out to someone in their time of need this very day. Oh, how we can impact this community for the Lord. Be the hands of feet in Christ, for Christ this day. He reaches out. No matter what the situation, whether it be drugs or alcohol, the Lord can reach out and lift the individual up. Whether it be suicidal thoughts, depression, the Lord can lift the individual up. Financial difficulties, the Lord can lift you up. Family dynamics, the Lord can lift you up. Fear, anger, doubts, the Lord can lift you up. I'll ask Kenny to come up here, and I'm not putting him on the spot. I gave him a heads up before church. 
My brother Kenny lay down here on the floor. Now imagine this. Kenny being like Peter. Drowning in the water. There came a point in time where he needed Christ to reach out his hand in this time of need. And church, there comes a point in time where every one of us need Christ to reach out His hand in our time of need. And Pastor Bud Faulkner said this when we were doing Chillicothe United together, churches joined together in our community years ago, never forgot it. I believe that he heard from the Lord on this one. And the only reason we should ever look down upon someone is to help them up in their time of need. Thank you, brother. You've got it. I believe we've all heard from the Lord today that indeed He will reach out His hand in our time of need. Would you all please stand at this time? And at this time, remember, the disciples worshipped Him like they believed that truly He is the Son of God. And so as we hear this song, Waymaker, whether you like contemporary music or whether you like hymnals or whatever the case may be, I believe it all brings glory to God. And so this very day, I challenge you, Worship the Lord.